What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, episode 38. As always, I'm James. I got back here. I'm Pena. I'm <laughs> I am Giuseppe. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Hey, welcome to episode 38. That that's a milestone. It is in, Le- closer. in Lebanon. <laughs> we're, we're still we're still tracking. We're we're not quite as we're not tracking quite as well. Um, yeah, have so you been keeping up with Lebanon. I have tried to be keeping up with our fan. That's in Lebanon. That just keeps down- <laughs> just keeps downloading us every week. It's Mia Khalifa. <laughs> is she Lebanese? I would wish. Oh, uh, she is. Yeah, I think she is. She's, I don't know. She's, she's something. something. She's she. You know what? <laughs> she is something else. Right. I I wonder if that's what we really should do is we should pay somebody in some foreign country for to those, just continue downloading our podcast. I know where Joseph's going with this. I'm for trying those, to shift. <laughs> for those that are listening, oh, she is too. Uh, <laughs> for those that are listening, uh, Mia Khalifa is a very well-known sports podcaster. That's what she's mainly known for, right? These days. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we'll leave it. Yep. Just like Lisa Ann. Yeah. She does that too in her off time. Oh. So our first topic for the night, for the flavor of the week, um, uh, I after work today, I got on Facebook and I had this notification to join this group. Hell and for yes. some reason, Aaron invited me to the Facebook page, Amarillo High School Friends. Hell yeah! Like, why dude. the hell did you invite me to this group? I don't. I know. I know four people from Amarillo High. Two are my cousin. Three are my cousin, or two are my cousins, and a cousin's friend, and you. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna share this. Moment with you. It's like this is Scott's like one of the whitest people I know. I'm gonna invite him to the Emerald Hot right. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I just thought since you were associated with, you know, a now what's the group called again? It's uh I'm sorry, let me bring up my Facebook. Amarillo High School Friends. So what is this, Aaron? Okay, so I, it just Holy popped God. out yesterday. I was, I was all these It was pay- created five years ago. I but for some reason yesterday it just started popping you, shit up. You just got added. I guess I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. No, 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 I'll say this. So there's 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 uh, eighteen hundred members, and in the last week, eighteen hundred members have been added. So this has it was created five years ago apparently, but and it's it just, exploded. Over yeah, the last. It is, and that's what I'm saying. It just started blowing up. Is on, it just how to find people you went to high school with? I, well, yeah, it, exactly. Everybody like. So it's it, not just that Amarillo thing. It, it's Amarillo no, it's Amarillo High. High because Amarillo there's High. tons of people posting pictures from like 1984. Yeah, class of '90. Holla, uh, who's here? Things like that. Really, but the best thing is, is that there are some great class and group pictures like this. That's okay. just oh, that's, so '90s. That's just it's so '90s, and there's even one where it's people on like a cr- like this. So for this is amazing. For, for the listeners, Jared's showing photos of uh, that are being shared on this Facebook page. So now it makes sense. Um, there's been a Paladuro one of these for many, many years. My mom is actually one of the administrators of it. There's Crayola oh, cool. pictures um, of high yeah, school people. They 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 share pictures of the olden times. But yeah, like those big giant crayons. <laughs> yeah. That that that's a that's a nineties. Just thing. very nineties and kind of aesthetic. Or the ladder with the paint splattered on the background. Yeah. You know, Jared tarp. Jared is planning on starting a Farwell High School uh, yeah. thing. I only spent it, one year there. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be three guys and some cow. An idol an idol loop page, right? An oddly oddly page. enough, the cow, no balls. <laughs> Go figure. Castrated. Or Maybell. Well, well I thought it was a female. Okay. Aaron, Aaron, you may not know that. I think the Farwell <laughs> Farwell's mascot is the steers. Yeah, well, the steers. And queers. 
Hey. <laughs> no, but when I rolled by this, I, it was pretty cool because um, I know we, we always get shit for being, you know, blow sand blow. We get all that crap. But what was really cool. Suck sand suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we get it all. But what was cool, what was cool is to see the generations. Like somebody was like, yeah, well, my grandma was graduating of 60 something. Then the mom was graduating of 90 something. Now my daughter right. is the graduating of 2000, you know, eight, 18 years, you know. It's just cool that they're keeping up with this. And I was like, hey, it's yeah. pretty cool. You know, they're keeping, you know, like we always say, KTA, keep tradition alive. But it really, <laughs> truly does not stand for that. That acronym, uh, what does it stand for, Aaron? Kick their ass. Kick their ass. Yeah, kick but it, it's it's disguised as keep <laughs> but, tradition alive. But I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe Tascosa would have, maybe Caprock, maybe PD. Like, that's just really cool. It's a really cool thing to yeah. see just generations the different you know, generations, generations right yeah that, i think that's yeah. just what's cool and I was I'm, like, gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now i could give a fuck about anybody i went to high school uh, with <laughs> you like some of us well, some there's i a, know but on, on two hands maybe it's all, but, <laughs> like you, you know like, the only thing I, I'll, I will never say you know it was my glory you know like glory days i'm never gonna say that. well not even that like i so here's the thing right i just had a great time <laughs> <laughs> had a great time growing up on the north side of town Going to PD, mm. it, it it was just like you 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 went to school for your education. There wasn't much like st- we didn't have, especially when we went to high school. It wasn't like the picture perfect like movie type high school. Like what I pictured like it was to go to Tasco's or Emil High, yeah. right, James? Like a socially a social, structured yeah, exactly. environment that was exactly. not how it was like. Show up and PD do your was. work or do your athletics. And that was it. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't like what you had fun was your friends outside of the high school. But yeah. like Emerald High, I can see like the clubs and yeah. things being so a like big part of it. So like the movie version. I, I, yeah. I honestly, at yeah. the time, I envied it and kind of still, like, actually, no, at the time, I didn't envy it. Now I kind of do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because we didn't have those things yeah, at PD. Exactly. Yeah. And we want our kids to experience that type of atmosphere, atmosphere, yeah, environment yeah. when they are in high school. Exactly. Which, and I've heard great things about Pelletor and now I heard it's kind of shifted that way. I heard there is a lot of, yeah, you know, a lot of clubs and all this <laughs> stuff that seems interesting that just w- wasn't on his fist in his air. That's all he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that didn't exist when we went there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but, um, but yeah, we did. We, I envied those things that you could have experienced then mm-hmm. because we didn't have that at PD. Well, well, it was just a different so, lifestyle. So hang on. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious. It was about stay. This. It was either go to school or go to jail. <laughs> That's basically I'm, how it went. I'm yeah. curious about this, Aaron. So because I didn't, were you familiar with the lack of clubs at PD? Like is that a, is that a staffing was, issue that they had or PD, like because there were, there were a, a few funding clubs. Thing. There was like Key Club. Um, I mean, I was in theater for a bit. Taffy, and, was but, it? but it what the fuck was that? I don't know. I I was I in there for like a day and I changed my schedule. I'm not sure what it was. It was like it was a teachers club. associate teachers association of something like they handpicked students to do their like. It was basically like you got a fuck off period to where to where you assisted the teacher. I, think. Yeah, I, I can't was. remember what it was, but, but yeah. I mean there, there were clubs. there were clubs. But the majority did not belong to any. You know what I mean? And yeah. of the student population, I would say I would say yeah. okay. it. All of those things existed at our school. However, they were not thriving like they might have at a more affluent school or a school <laughs> on the other side of town. Even even at Caprock, I'm sure that they had more going on than we did. Yeah, so. probably. You know, I mean, 
I think th- I feel like when we were in high school, Caprock and Petey were very, very similar in a lot of ways. Uh, both had a high population of lower income families. Uh, both had a high population of um, kids that kind of had to um, learn learn street uh, grow up street, grow up street fast. intelligence. And- before educationally education or, intelligence yeah. grow up a lot quicker you had parents that were working long hours every night and oh, yeah. you basically had to raise your yourself and your your siblings yeah. and things yeah. like that yeah, exactly so yeah. i mean totally like, and james knows this i mean i was for the majority of my life i was very scrawny i was unathletic i was kind of a nerd but i always used my sense of humor to fit in with like the jocks and stuff because i didn't want to get beat up in middle school and elementary school. So I had those friends going into high school. I was already kind of in with them. Funny guy. Yeah. He did get voted class clown. And so like I, and then when I started hanging out with James and some other people, um, our senior year, you know, like my dad wasn't in my life as a big, big, me and my dad have a great relationship now, but he was not a big factor in my life. Like we didn't ever just go play catch. You know what I mean? I didn't have somebody to teach me to shave. I had to teach myself how to do these things. And my my father figure was my grandfather, who was a Baptist preacher who was always busy. Uh, but, you know, he kind of raised me to be a man. But my friends, my senior year, this little group of friends that I had, and I met through James, like, I feel like I gained a lot of... I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Like the testosteronal influences you need at that age. You know what I mean? Like wisdom, the confidence. Yeah, for sure. Self-esteem, reassurance of your, your own. Well, not even that, like an appreciation of athletics and things like, and I'd always been a football fan, always a huge fan, very knowledgeable of sport. Never played it until, you know, I got around some of these guys and started hanging out with them and got an appreciation of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's like my my experience. Like even if PD did have these clubs, my personal experience was just so much different. So since you're saying no. personal experience, were you looking for that kind of culture shift? Fuck no, man. Who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> I, I I liked theater because I always wanted to be an actor. I always wanted to be an actor, a comedian. I didn't like stage acting. I hated that. But I felt like in high school I needed that if I wanted – because at the time in my brain, I'm going to go off and I'm going to be on SNL one day, right. right? So I felt like I needed these these first steps. So that's why I took theater all through high school. Um, but uh, I just had a problem with being too smart and um, skipping school too much. But theater chicks. <laughs> okay, but at PD, no. Okay. <laughs> not so much. Not so much. He's not nice. Not, not, <laughs> not not nice. There was there was like two. One was my girlfriend for a little bit, and then she ju- dumped me for a jock, and then you know, and there you, he goes. That was the best one. Booze is great. Sex is heaven. We are the class of '87. <laughs> That's the year I was born. Yeah. Wait, okay. say it. Say it one more time. Here. Okay. It was booze is great, sex is heaven. We are the class of '87. Did that like was that like on a wall somewhere? That should be on a bumper been. sticker. Like that. That's that. You know what that says to me? Or a t-shirt? That's for sure. A, that straight up says, uh, "What's the what's the fucking movie?" Um, or not. Just, the you're, the you're best high school dazed movie. And confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The best high school movie ever. But that's, that's what that says to me. Yeah. So speaking of hearing that, Joseph saying, fuck, that's when I was born. Yes. There was another yeah. thing that kind of introduced us to our God. age. 
that James and Aaron shared with us tonight. What? Did, what? What? Dude. This. Yes. What's well, the next topic for the podcast? I was segueing in. No, I know, uh, but I'm what like, happened? Oh. <laughs> well, here it you're is. You're winking on the wrong eye. I, I'm <laughs> winking and acting like I don't know what you're saying, Jared. There you go. I get older. They stay the same age. There you go. <laughs> That's not, that's not rapey at all. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, we went we went to the store, went went and bought the beer, like always for our the podcast and everything like that, you know, so we can enjoy Tonight. ourselves. Yeah. And we're sitting there, or not sitting there, we're standing and I'm scanning and it, whenever you do the self checkout, they have that little computer and the guy kinda looked at me and he goes, oh, Okay, so he typed in some numbers. He looked at you and said, oh, you're fucking old. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Enjoy your liquid uh, liquid poison. <laughs> so I sit there and go, and I, I'm paying now. He goes, man, you want to hear an interesting fact? I said, yeah, what's up, man? He goes, you know, we we are starting to have to type in 20, you know, 2000. We got to type it all, 2000 in the computer for it to read. Because now. They have to have been born at least 2000. Yep. Because now we're selling alcohol to the 2000s. What the hell? To the firstborn millennials. Oh. And I was like, what? Well, they're the not f- millennials at this point. Well, what's, the, well, what's the term? I can't something else. Gen Z, right? I think that's what but it is. But I was is. like, what the fuck, man? It like, makes me feel old. 100%. Because he goes, I looked at you and I just put like 88, 86. I was like. Because now I'm you're like, close. Sorry, Jared. No, I just no, want no, to say, yeah, say, say, I just want to say real quick, like. This is something we don't get to experience a lot because of the times with COVID mm. and everything. But everybody's been in a bar. Yep. And a lot of bars, especially like the small, like hole-in-the-wall bars, yeah. all have that one Bud Light-sponsored clock that says, cannot yep. serve mm-hmm. unless born before 1-1 one, one of whatever year. Right. And now it's going to say, all the bars in America are going to say 1-1 one, one of 2000. Holy shit. That's insane. I mean... It made me feel old seeing 98 up there a couple years ago. 99. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. now to see it break 2000, it just blows my mind. I mean, now there are kids that were they were born when we were, what, 6th or 7th grade. 8th. Yeah. See, and that's, that's that what... That can now buy alcohol. That's why I feel old, because I remember where I was, Y2K. It was We were in Clovis, New Mexico. It was like an all-night teenage kid rave thing where you could drop your kids off, pick them up the next day kind of deal. And I remember trying to mack on Jordan Carpenter and trying to kiss her and Shout stuff. Shout out to Jordan Carpenter. Shout out to Jordan Carpenter, are. wherever you are. And if I was doing that when these kids were born and they can now buy alcohol, I just feel old. I feel like I've been – I just feel old. That's very depressing. It, it's you know, very much a, Aaron a, and I had, our had – we ate at Fuzzy's one night, and oh, shit. we sat down. <laughs> we sat down at a table, and you know we've been there several times with friends and whatnot, and we've went there after the school year ends, and it was always you know, you know, families eating in there, people around our age. There was a few young people, but now that place has really transformed into a young hangout spot. Fuzzy's and that night, yes, God, dude, dude. there were so many young. Youngsters that were probably, you know, born in 98, 99, 2000. They, they were even, high, even, they were in fucking high school. Yeah, they, they were, were in high school. They even were. younger than that. And man, it made me feel old just standing in line waiting to order a drink, like just hearing their conversations and like, God, I just want to put a bullet in my brain. 
Why? I, I know. Because I did the same thing. Like, I was sitting there, you know, trying to order a beer, and they were just, it's like, God damn. Shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. And, and you know, you're, you know you're old when you get to that grouchy stage yeah, in life like, where you just, everything. these fucking kids annoys you yeah. and you're just like the, you know your grandparents or parents dude when was, you were a kid now i was i was i went to go study because i'm in i'm taking college classes again and i went to go study because like i i told Brianna, college like, boy I was like i have to <laughs> i have to i have to go like study at which ideally i used to always study at the hastings when i was in college the first time hell yeah the, I, when, there, hastings so when, when there was roasters there yeah yeah we're talking well, about no no no, no, no just hastings back. oh okay but but now, like, I went to the Roasters on Georgia, and I was in line getting my coffee the other day, and there was a kid behind me. He had the Pat Mahomes haircut and skinny jeans, and he was just, like, saying all these, like, words that I didn't know, and he was making, like, porn star and moan noises, like, <laughs> like I, which apparently is pretty popular now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what is that? What is that about? No, That man. starts in middle school, and we hear it all the time. Well, this kid was, like, probably 16, I've heard I've heard grown men doing it. Mm-hmm. It sounded bad. It originates. <laughs> in what, what's school. the point of that? It's just this new age of. It's a trend. Being able to access things instantly. Uh, and, you know, everybody has a computer in their hand these days with uh, their telephone. So it is attributed to pornography. So, yes. They're, but, all, they're always. They're going to the bathroom now and looking this stuff up. What the fuck? Uh, and manipulating themselves. So, but it's funny. Every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, man, you must yeah. have got that from the gay porn. <laughs> And they're all that's not cool. I'm like, hey, the same man. Like, just saying. Like my, they, they have so my women know how to moan. They have <laughs> they have instant easy access to this stuff. So it really is versus when we porn. had yeah. we had access yeah. back 20 years oh, ago fuck. when the internet was just you know becoming a thing. Now they've got it wherever they can go, and it's just see, it that, becomes funny. I was to still them excited to, to see a play to act that way. That's when what I, I was in middle school. Yeah. I mean, I never oh, yeah. would. I never could have. I still couldn't imagine having access when you're 12, 13 years old to the amount that the kids well, have like when to we today. were in high school. The right. only cell phones that existed at the time were our mother's Nokia phones that had snake on it. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know about y'all, but my computer would never load videos. My 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 PC at home. I would get on That's the internet, the dial up, never could watch a video. Pictures would pop up. Over you know a I, five minute duration nope. of time, I had but porn, it took forever. I had porn stars alike that I printed off their pictures and I hid them. <laughs> we, no, all, we all we all did that. Sorry, mom. Hey, hey. <laughs> Those I would grainy ass pictures too. What I yeah, did. They, yeah, the, the pixel count was all <laughs> shitty. Yeah, like you would look at a tit and it would like have little dots in it. But that it was, was like ours cancer. versus now. Now no. they have full length videos on their telephones that they can go. Mm. At well, school and just yeah. show it Pull to it their up, friend real quick and, and, like, and it's gone. Well I mean to be well I mean to be fair, so do we. <laughs> well <laughs> but we're not children. And they have I'd look at it in my bathroom like a goddamn grown man when my <laughs> wife's in the kitchen cooking. God damn it. Right. <laughs> Hell, I remember I remember starting the download like that night. So when I got up that morning, it was ready. The LimeWire. <laughs> LimeWire. And you you know what was cool about LimeWire? You could download the videos from LimeWire. But you could right click on it and change the name, like "Oh, Blink 182." What's my age again? This yeah, is and it would always quee video. in the middle of the night. <laughs> what? Queed or queed? What is it? Queed. What? Queed. Yeah, that's Q. I, ne- I didn't <laughs> give a shit. I can't queed. I can't. I was like, queed? James. James is looking up queef videos, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> or check out this video. It's the the queen. Because a queen. Just like you hey, said, memes. Hey, you know memes. what? Here's memes. the thing. Here's the thing. I was gonna say, like, I'm I'm super glad that i have all three of you being teachers 
uh, on this podcast so I can know all like the up and coming lingo. But you guys should totally like bring queed as a term. <laughs> should to, be. like like y'all should make it a thing. Because I never thought to pay attention to it. I like, just knew that my video was not downloading and it pissed on. me hold, off. Hold on, hold on. Let me yeah. give you an example. So when I worked at Chili's, we had this really nerdy dude that like followed me and my friend Jacob around all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was he was like always copy like the silly goofy things that we did. And and I said, he's so like wants to like be funny that I bet money we could come up with a word and he would just say it mm-hmm. like for the rest of the shift. And so we were like, what could we say? And we came up with this word called un flapo, un flapo. And we would say it. And then like, like literally this was at like six o'clock. He came in and we were like, we were just playing with each other. It was me and my friend Jacob. And we were just like, un flapo, un flapo, hitting him. <laughs> and then like, he, like 11 o'clock, sure as shit, he was cleaning. He was like cleaning out the chips out of the chip machine going, un flapo, un flapo. <laughs> so you guys should totally, you could influence some middle school kids to say queed. But what would it mean? Mm. It has to have some kind of meaning. Queed. Just oh, like um, man, hey, high speed scrubbing. Hey girl, let me, <laughs> what is that? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. If you know, you know. High speed scrubbing? Just like if you know the queed is not <laughs> coming through, you are All right, shit so out I, of luck. So I guess off podcast, <laughs> I have to know what I've literally, this is, I was today year old when I found out what high speed scrubbing is. No, when you, when you watch a video and like you, you, you fast forward through it and then like there's this little caption that pops up that says like high speed scrubbing. What? available what you can explain it yeah you take a video and you open it up and once you're trying to like fast forward it if you go further away from the bar it slows down the speed that it's fast forwarding what the closer you are to the bar the faster it goes yeah yeah apple uh apple phones do it like for their videos dude i watch so many like let's plays of video games like (laughs) things like and i'm like always taking that that, what i'm taking that bar and i'm like how do i get it to there how do i get it to there so i can take my finger down lower yeah yeah it's just it's called queen no it's high speed chewing we just talked about how we were going to create a new word (laughs) no queed queed well but wouldn't it be queen Queeting. But you got to understand, que- when, when that developed in my brain, I was I like a preteen. It. I like it, though. And it I just like stuck queening. in my head. All right, the video's queed. I'm, I'm, I'm as high as Aaron right now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Aaron's white like, boys. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Putting out fucking... Fuck y'all, shut up. Uh, we have people on this podcast who can't pronounce meme, so... Hmm. Who can't pronounce meme? Mem. Oh, I, I said that mem as a joke one day. Yeah. Mem. No, I think you meant it. No, so I'm sticking it, it to you. I think it, you mimped it. <laughs> it wasn't quite as serious as the Mark Wahlberg Matt Damon. Oh. That was pretty bad. That's still the best joke on this podcast ever. Yeah. Since I sit around and watch movies all the time, it's just so good. And I have all you, that you nonsense prob- information Dude, in my brain. you probably watch more movies on this podcast than anybody else in this room. No. Not even 100%. close. 100%. No. Not even close. Bro, I, don't, I don't watch a lot of movies. I don't watch movies. I don't either. Look, I used to watch a lot listen of movies. Listen to this. You don't watch anything with Estella? No, we don't watch very many movies. I don't We're going to be sitting down for quite a while whenever this game comes out here pretty soon. Thank you. Good segue. Aaron, oh, that's yes. basically Aaron saying, shut the fuck up. I want to talk about this. <laughs> All right. EA, take it, Aaron. EA Sports this week released that they will be making college football again. Thank man. God. Thank God. I'm super stoked about this. Because, man, that is, oh, it's just been too long. It's been, yeah. Feels like it's been forever. It's 2013. And no disrespect to Matt. I know they do a great job and all, but there's nothing that beats a good. Good college football game. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what we look forward to every fucking year. Yeah, and me personally. Like, man, it was awesome. I will go and buy one of these new consoles just to have that game. Yeah, I will. I'll do it. But it's going to take two to three years for it to come out. No. That's the sad thing. No. The console, not, not, not necessarily. the game. Not the necessarily. Game. Not necessarily. <laughs> so, uh, NCAA 14 was the last game, uh, college game. For those that don't know, EA Sports retains the license for the longest time since I think it was 2005 is when EA Sports, which is a subsidiary, uh, they used to be called EA Tiburon, uh, they got taken over, and they retained their subsidiary of EA Electronic Arts. They took over the license of the NFL, which that's everybody remembers back in the day, NFL 2K. NFL 2K6, I think, was the last NFL 2K game. Um, basically, EA was able to retain the licensing for college football games, and they also were able to make you know Madden and NCAA football. Well, they made NCAA football and Madden coexisted up until 2013. The last title was NCAA uh, 14, 14 um, which featured Terrence Howard on the cover uh, doing his was Madden. It Denard, um, was it Denard? Oh, Robinson. was it Denard Robinson? I think so. I was a Michigan. Yeah, anyway. I was a Michigan guy. But remember that? Like, not too long before that, Terrence Howard was on the cover, wasn't it? Desmond Howard? Desmond Howard. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Excuse me. Uh, he was on the cover. He was on one of them. And there so was, like was Jared Sabransky. There was Robert Griffin. Who else? There was not Jared Sabransky. Jeff Sabransky. No. We have Michael Crabtree. It's Jared. No, it's Jeff, isn't it? Uh-uh. He's red that, hair. The guy that talks like <laughs> he's black that thinks he's black. He's I got, thought it was Jeff. tattoos all anyway. over himself. Jeff. Anyway. Um, I here, Jeff. After that, the NCAA players coalitions started saying, you know, hey, you can't use our likenesses in this game because we're not getting paid for it. Exactly. Well, last year, a law was... Jared Zabransky, you're right. Uh, I called him Jeff for like 20 fucking <laughs> My years. Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah, he did, the, he did the Statue of Liberty play on your bitch ass. Mm-hmm. That was a good game. Good game. Should have won that one. But you, did, but you didn't. And so anyway, Shut up. Uh, they, the, co- the Players Coalition formed kind of like how the, e, uh, the, the NFL Players Association, they kind of made a thing like that in college. And they passed a law to where uh, if certain collegiate athletes want to, can get endorsed by certain affiliates like Nike, and things like that, they're allowed to. And so what this did was like, oh, hey, guess what? That means we can make college football games again. They can make money off of their name and likeness. Yes. Starting this next season. And so that opened the floodgates for EA to be able to make football games again. And this is huge for EA for one reason, because last, or excuse me, two years ago, they lost the contract for Madden. Which means uh, Sega, who owns uh, 2K, like NBA 2K is the most popular NBA game. Which me personally, I like to play NFL 2K back in the day, and then I liked EA. I thought EA was best at NCAA football. Yeah, I, I wasn't that big into Madden in the late 2000s. Madden no. was cool in the 90s on the 64. Yeah. yeah, but but NFL 2K was so much better. So basically, now um, Sega can make a 2K NFL game this year uh i think they're probably pre-production on that and uh now ea sports 
and 2K, if they wanted to, uh, are allowed to make college football. EA Sports tweeted out um, two days ago, you know, college football is back for those that still believed. And so the cool thing is, many people believe, and the cool thing about with them, which you can take it with a grain of salt, um, many people don't like Madden in the way it is now. Because basically they're, they're taking, they're, they're, they're not working that hard on it. They're ripping off the shit from the last year yeah. to, to kick out a Madden every year. In my opinion, mm. I think they should make Madden every two to three years so yeah. they can work on it and make it better, right? I thought, because that's the one thing with the college football. It, it's something always changed. It was always, and I, I mean, it was, I just remember whenever they, you, you had that home field advantage, you get the damn crowd going, your fucking controls all shaking. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. You're like, and, and it, it was, is, it was always like there was a little bit more effort, I felt like, in college football because, like, you would, you would like score and, like, the, the, whoever who the home team was, there would be somebody in the stands holding up a sign yep. that, that fit and, that home. And they crowd. had all of their fight songs. They had that, all the that fight matched songs. all the universities. <laughs> Mom, send me money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the university, uh, the stadiums were, were spot on. They're, they're super updated every year. The mascots were always seen on the field. So I, the, the plays were good. I really do think I think we're going to get a NCAA football this year just because the way they're able to crank out Madden, all they have to do is move their assets. And if you know anything about the way video games are made, the way they make Madden, I really think we're going to get an NCAA football here in November at the earliest, maybe maybe the first of the year, but there will be an NCAA 2022. I hope so, but I've, I've heard it's going to take two to three years. But I do want to say this about this game. Like, this is the one video game that I played a more than any other game throughout my lifetime he still plays ncaa 14 on the ps3 i do and i download the updated rosters every year but this game really sparked my fandom into being a young kid learning about the universities and just being a college football fan altogether it really sparked that as an adolescent oh yeah like i'll say this like as an nm fan I before NCAA football came out, like before right. I got into it in the early two thousands. I tell you what, man, I I know I know Ohio State's fight song. Like if I heard that shit playing, I'm like, oh, that's Ohio State's fight song. You know what I mean? Like I learned shit from that game. Yeah, the history they embedded in the game was was always accurate, and you could play with throwback teams. It was it was just one of those games that we all played as a group of guys. And we would have tournaments and get together. You had and, a tournament and here. And break controllers. Yeah. Like, yeah, we we would do that. I've done that probably since eighth grade. Yeah. Had I tournaments. Would, I feel played. like you've had a tournament here, though, haven't you? Yeah. Because, yeah. The oh, last person I played was this guy. I got my ass kicked. You had one because I remember playing against Trey and winning one night. I don't know if – it may not have been here. It may have been at the other house. Yeah. But that was back when Trey was cool. But, shit, man, I do – I do remember a break. I don't know how many fucking controls. We oh, broke. I broke a window. I God, broke a- man. It was like, son of a bitch. Fuck. It just, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. We t- we, they told us to not yell. Sorry, Lebanon. <laughs> Lebanon, man. Lebanon. Lebanon, <laughs> man. <laughs> or woman. No, but you? for real, if you're, but, li- if you're listening from Lebanon, drop us a line at bombcitylockroomtalk <laughs> at gmail.com. We'd love to send you an NCAA game. So you oh, play. yeah. We'll send <laughs> We got to have a tournament again. When yes. it comes out, we will have yeah. a tournament. We will get together. Because. Make a big party out of it. I, I mean, one of the, I guess one of the craziest moments, I remember when drove down to Tech. He goes visit my brother Paul, and uh, 
his roommate Zach, we were just like, "What do you want to do tonight?" I was like, "I don't care. What do you want to do?" He went bought a tw- uh, we bought a case with a twenty pack of beer, but like, I don't know why I remember this, but we sat there. We, that's all we did all night. We played NCAA and just got drunk as shit. Oh man! And it was like, I, and the reason why I remember that because it was fun. Like we had a great. I'm not talking about the beer, but. We were, we had just a fun. great time. We it just was, yes. We just started. It was cool playing with other teams, even yeah, your rival. We just, like, yeah, we just started picking up random ass teams and shit like that. Like it was a blast. And golly, man, like we're like God, like it was always highly competitive. Yeah, too. And, yeah. Like Zach, Zach got he got so pissed. <laughs> the it's like we gotta go buy another control. It's like okay, let's go find another because man. And then finding the teams that had a really mobile quarterback that was like oh yeah a lot of a lot of guys. <clears throat> would choose like more um west virginia with yeah. pat white yeah, you pat know white, steve yeah. slayton at running back and playing with oklahoma with adrian peterson he was unstoppable back yeah then. no joke jared did you play ncaa football back in the day oh yeah but this makes me wonder about something this makes me wonder online gaming and stuff like that and really the gaming community it didn't start with first person shooters it kind of started with like leagues of legends it started with some of these other games that are a little bit more I mean, no, large not, group playing. 100% incorrect. Okay, what did Uh-oh. it start with? Uh-oh. I mean, like, online playing? No, no, no. Not, not online playing, but, like, the big push oh, to, like to, tournament to e-gaming. The uh, big push on e-gaming. Honestly. Like Counter-Strike, stuff I like mean, that. I mean, Counter-Strike and Madden, really, were okay. the first. Okay. Because it seems like it's kind of shifted more towards, like, first-person shooter. Do you think... NCAA and the new one, do you think it's going to be a shift oh, away from first-person shooter? Well, no, no. I mean, there, there's always going to be an audience for that, but, it, like, there's a Madden tournament every year where they give away millions of dollars. Yeah. 100%, if they bring NCAA football back, it, that's that. that yeah, I, I used to play happening. all the time on PS3 online, and I would get so pissed off, I would have a, my record started to get shitty, I'd create a new account so I could yeah, start I over. That. That's such a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> own, no, your, own your record, bro. No, bro be good. There, there would be people online that would cheat and, and just yeah. know how to glitch and freaking manipulate the game to beat well, you easily. Well, like- and the reason, like, I stopped, I didn't want to play Excuse NCAA 14 <laughs> against, like, competitively, like, especially, like, against you, because for the longest time, and, like, Tim and Hunter, like, there, there's, one, there's one play in NCAA 14 that cannot be stopped a screen pass. You could run that literally in that game all game long. It doesn't matter what defense you pick. You cannot stop a screen. I could never run a fucking screen on that. I, I never ran screens, really. I, I was always it. afraid to. But there was a friend we had that all they did was run screens, and it's Trey would all the time. Yeah, yeah that sounds like Trey. Yeah, he, he, would, he would fucking kick my ass with screens sometimes. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> you what, just got to play it right. What you I want to ask right. is what, with NCAA football coming back, what is one – Sports game from your childhood. I mean, I know a lot of people probably here at this podcast are going to say Blitz. What is one sports game you could bring back? Mine would be like, my, I like the first one, but the second one was so good. NBA Street. Mm. That was good. Holy crap, man. That, that was good. That was a PS2. good game. So good. So good. It, and basically, uh, for those that didn't play it, NBA Street would take the top, like the best three players from every team in the NBA – and then they had like these street legends, and mm-hmm. then they had NBA legends uh, from all these three the, the the three of the best of your of all yeah. time, right? And uh, for some reason, in both NBA Street One and Two, uh, Michael Jordan 
was not in the game. There was something that happened where like was like a licensure issue yeah, or something. something like that. Where like I think it was the Jumpman thing, and that makes the game just so less desirable. You know, when yeah. players like that aren't in the so, game, because you want to play with them. But NBA Street Volume Two was great. What's my, yours? My next question. No, no, next question I had on. Okay, so there was a game, and I can I can remember playing on it on the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. It was, and it had a street ball like mode, a mo- mode or something like that. I think it might have been the 2K. I can't remember. Was it like a one on one? NBA Live did back in the early NBA yeah. Lives. But okay, so it had a street. Where it was like a street ball mode? Yeah, that, yeah. that, was, well, that was pretty fun. I mean, yeah, that was pretty so fun. now in NBA 2K, uh, I have some friends that I play this on PC with. We have uh, NBA 2K, the new one, 2K21, and or the last one i guess it was 2k22 whatever whatever the newest one is we have on pc and basically what you do is you create a player and you get four other friends and you're playing your position online but it's a street court and you're playing uh five on five street ball but you're playing so like my character is a small forward i have a friend that makes a uh a center and then a guy's a point guard and you only control that character it's super fun and it's That's all cool. online. I don't want to play that now. It's, it's, it's really fun. If I had yeah. to choose... It's, it's addicting too, man. If I had to choose a game, I don't think it could be just one, but there are two games that I played a ton growing up, and, and that was NBA Jam oh, yeah. and NFL oh. Blitz. I would lo- love to see a revamp of those games. The, the arcadiness of those games were great. Yes, mm. they were. Yeah, keep the arcadiness, the, the... That's what I miss. Undeveloped like- graphics. Keep all of that and just, you know revamp it make it better not even that like imagine like madden graphics with blitz style arcade shit like that's the thing like i love about a video game like right now i'm really big into these games they're kind of like they're called souls games like there's like dark souls and bloodborne and sekiro and it's like they're they're really really hard right but you just hop in for a minute you just fuck some dudes up you get in and get out it's it feels kind of arcadey yeah, um, that's that's the thing I miss about video games. Where video games were just like hop in for a little bit, have your fun, and get out. And that's why I liked NCAA football. Like you could play a match online, and you may may or may not get your ass kicked, yeah. but you're done. I wish my sex life was like that. <laughs> hop in, <laughs> get out. Jared, Jared, if you could bring one, I'm sorry, I had to had to throw something in. There. You did, you always do. We love it. Bring it on. I'm with you, man. Keep it coming. I kind of liked it. No, um, if I you could have remember, one sports game, I couldn't remember if it was MLB or ESPN, but it's ESPN Baseball Tonight. Dude, I remember on, that. it was on the Super Nintendo, and it was such a fun. It was my first that real, like, other than like Tech Mobile. Everyone played Tech Mobile. But that was one of my one of my favorite baseball sports games to ever I play. I think yeah. that was one of the very hey, first. James, you gotta go close that. One. I think that was one of the very first sports games of all time that had actual commentary. Yeah. In the like gameplay. Now I know like you'd play like something on the Nintendo, the Nintendo, and it'd be like, "Oh, out of there!" Yeah. or like, "Crazy hit!" Like, but like this <laughs> oh, actually yeah. had so just like him. I'm pretty sure that game was the first game that had actual color commentary, where they were like, "Welcome to the tonight's baseball game," yeah. and I think it was like Harry Carey that was in that game. Harry Carey. No, it wasn't Harry Carey. Um, you'll know his name better than I will just by looking at his face. Oh, that's Brent Musburger. He, yeah, Brent Musburger. Yeah. Or no, no, no. Uh, no that's, that's, uh, that's not him. That's the dude from uh, Monday Night Football that retired recently. Yeah. That looks like Brent Musburger. Yeah. James, help me out here. James is gone. Oh, Chris is Berman. It? Chris Berman. Chris yeah. Berman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, was, it was just... God, I didn't want this big... James left. Um, 
yeah, it it was just it, it was a, it was a really fun game. It was hard as hell. You had to get. I mean, the swinging was a little bit different. It was on a Super Nintendo. It's not like it was on something exciting. Yeah, something where you could really yeah. easy manipulate. Which just brings me back. If there was another game that was just awesome, Super Mario World. Super well, Mario World is just really classic. Good. Old school video games, man. Like, that and that, that's why, like, when I'm talking about like those Dark Soul games, they're very Mega Man-y. Because like Mega Man's my jam. Like, mm. I, I collect mm. Mega Man figures. Well, I saw any, them. Yeah. Do you like put them up on your on your little dressers and just? You put, them no, they're, they're on my they're on, computer. Right yeah, screen. They, they're on my. They're right by. My, they're in my little was, gaming center. Was, oh, cute! He was playing with his little, <laughs> his <laughs> little Star Wars snap the other day. I was like, hey, there's Joseph. Fucking idiot. No, that was cool. Uh, yeah, I collect Mega Man action figures, <clears throat> and to me, like, if you ever played a Mega Man game back in the day, oh, hell yeah, that you know, you, you there's nine bosses, and you click a boss, and you choose a level, right? Yeah. You go through the level. The levels are really fucking hard. They are, and then yeah. and then you get to the boss, and the boss is really fucking hard. Yeah, harder. Well, well, that's what these Dark Souls games are. Like, you work through a level. And they're really fucking hard, and you have to learn the pattern. Oh, yeah. I can't do this. I can't attack this guy this way. I have to do it a certain way. And then finally, you get through the really hard level, and you get to the really hard boss. Well, then, and then you you know you, you use those uh, special suits and shit where you get to shoot. Oh yeah, you, you gotta figure you have out to what use to... the boss's enemy See, on another boss. Exactly. And I was like, Fuck. oh my man, Aaron knows some Mega yeah, Man. Yeah. Uh, that was always the worst part though, to me because I would always get the one that I wanted, like oh you know the one that you thought was really cool. Like I was like ice powers. And shit like that. So you get the one that was shooting ice, and you want to use it every single time, and you but just couldn't. You, you couldn't. You just couldn't. The you one have that to you use could it on the, the one most that's was weak the wind. To. I feel like the wind one was. Oh yeah, I remember was that. the one that you could use. It was the most broad. Airmans. Um, Airmans. Yeah. Yep. All right, James. What's next? No, I didn't get to do my goddamn it. What's yours? I'm, like, I'm telling like James. Tourette's I thought you already said yours. No, I didn't. My bad, man. No, it's okay. I thought you did too. No, but I real quick, I'm pretty sure you went second. But this motherfucker, I can go ahead and go. I'm gonna go quickly. All right. Okay, King Griffey Jr. Baseball. Oh, it was kid. fun. That was always fun. Remember that damn code he put in? G uh, fucking jacket uh-huh. and long ball every time. And then uh, PlayStation didn't make uh, a college uh, baseball game. That was really fun. Oh yeah, yeah man. Yeah. That was a really yeah. good one. Okay. I never played that one. That the, was fun. MLB the show. Yeah. Always. And then, and then there was a Japanese one for the for the sixty four. Yeah, you didn't understand what the hell it said, but it was fucking fun. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so <laughs> real, love it. Real, love it. real quick, I want to let you guys know MLB The Show 21 just came out. Um, this it it kind of a uh, broke a new boundary for the longest time. Uh, MLB The Show is actually published by Sony Entertainment. It's owned by Sony. Mm-hmm. Uh, every MLB The Show since like I think '98 has been on PlayStation only, and then there was like MLB 2K. MLB yeah. Live, they tried that for a little bit with yeah. EA. Well, since I think 2008, maybe, and I may be wrong, but MLB The Show has been the only baseball game made. And it's the only way you can play it actually registered with the actual players and teams yeah. is on PlayStation. I was right? going to say, I think so. Well, yeah. MLB The Show, still published by Sony for the first time ever, got released yesterday. Uh, MLB The Show 21 is ash- actually on PlayStation and Xbox for the first time ever in Damn. over fucking 14 years. Damn. So, I that's kind of cool. Because uh, I knew they always tried to, try to make a knockoff baseball, but it wasn't the real players. You're like, no, oh, fuck. And, I, and, and yeah. MLB The Show is great. And as somebody that doesn't own a PS5 and owns a Series X, 
This is awesome because I can't wait to buy that. This shit should have happened with Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, back on PlayStation 2. It should have been available fun. on Xbox. That, that game was great. That, that was the RPG game? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, a bunch of The kids would say that game slapped. Or or queeded. <laughs> that game queeded. All right. James. Or that game is smack. That's a new one, too. It's real drippy. Oh, wow. That's smack like heroin? Sweet. I was about to say it. Like, did, that's what that no. meant to me. When like, did we get there? Yeah, drippy. I've always heard slapped. Now smack is a thing? That, I, I refuse to believe that, that that's a thing. That shit smacks. Heard it like five I, times a day. That shit slaps. Yo, I'd yes. rather say slaps. I don't know. Yo, I agree smack with is heroin. Yeah, don't I'm argue sorry. with me. I'm yeah. not the one that originated it. I just hear it. Yo, smack is heroin. Smack is heroin. Just Coach, like the clap, chlamydia. Coach P. You're Which you have. Any kind, of, any kind of venereal disease. I hear drippy. <laughs> what? King, King oh, Scott, 2024, 2025. Smack is heroin. And then what did you say? Something about chlamydia. The clap. He has it? Just the clap. <laughs> smack is heroin. The clap. King Scott, vote for us. Amen. Amen. No, seriously, if you want things to run well in your city, vote for Joseph's. Jo- vote for us. Vote for us. What's Just up play, next? Plain and simple. All Actually, right. James, what's next? Morgan Wallen, the country music singer, has been Who? removed from country radio after using a racial slur. Who is this? Anybody know? This is a guy that... Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, wait. Does he do the, does no. this new song that we talked about recently? I, I don't know who it is. Aaron, do you know who it is? I do. I, I don't do. know any of his music whatsoever. Is it douche I country? Do, yes, but I do know your your stepbrother, ex-stepbrother. Oh, this is the guy he tagged me in recently yes. before I deleted my Facebook. Yes. he He's all into this guy right now, and I don't know Can you play anything one of his about songs? him or, or what his music okay, is like. Okay, real, real quick. What's the story behind his canceling? What, what happened? He was caught in a video like with with his buddies like walking into his house late at night probably so, after a long night of drinking yeah. so not a music video somebody uploaded no. a video of him it was like someone across the street shooting a video of him apparently what i've heard is is he was out drinking with friends drops him off at his at like his house or something and he yells out at one of his friends hey hurry up and he he, he uses a racial slur he uses the n-word yeah neighbor is recording it Sends it him to TMC, TMZ, TMC, TMZ. TMZ. He got he got, TMZ. Ri- he got Riley Cooper. Yeah, yeah. And well. I just I don't keep up with country music as much as I used to because it's just so it's so repetitive. In the, in I'll the, say it, it's yeah. shitty now. The genre has no variation anymore. It's just like all poppy country, and then oh. Chilling on a dirt road. Well, what, what, what do you think about Texas country? Well, Texas country, I used to listen to that 13, 14 years ago when it was, you know, really popular and it was it was out there. And now it's just become a repetitive same version of what it always has been and always what it once like was. A, like a Dave Matthews concert. Yep. Yeah, so honestly, I just don't get into it as much as I did in the past. Jared. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all it's all very generic. It all sounds the same. Exact it's all same. The the lyrics are the same. The style of music is the same. The the style of of attire that these gentlemen wear it they mimic each other throughout the entire genre. I I just can't bring myself to get close to it. Well, let's play one of his songs. Let's hear. All right, this I, is this song right here is the most played song. Yeah, and what's on what's funny Spotify. about this? What's funny about this is. James brought up my stepbrother who listens to podcasts. What's up, Jeremy? Uh, but he he tagged. I I posted a uh, 
I was having a really shitty day. I was very stressed out, and I posted um, 311 song, Love Song. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that guitar riff, man, is so good. And I was just like, this is like the best stress relief ever. And he was like, he posted on, he's like, that new Morgan Wallen, bro. And I posted the gif of Snoop Dogg going, who? Because I don't <laughs> well, here's the fucking thing. know he's who all that into, is. He's all into that now, and a lot of people are. But I was into the beginning stages of this stuff 14 years ago when he was probably listening to freaking Justin Timberlake and uh, uh, My Chemical no, Romance. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Sexy I mean, back. Why y'all, keep, why y'all keep hearing my fucking music? I fucking hate y'all right now. Go back to your Amarillo High Club. Just kidding. I love you. Fucking assholes. I love you. That's that But Amarillo yeah, man, like, you. <laughs> it's all played out. But here's his That's most played game. song on Spotify. And if you guys really really want to hear more let us know and we'll play more of this gentleman but no, i don't we're think not you play will more. I what, just what's, hear, what's his I most what's his most popular seconds. let pick his most popular song it's which called be the top whiskey one. glasses okay of course i'm gonna is. i'm gonna judge if this is even deep sounds cliche good. right and yeah, totally yeah, like oh totally yeah. what you would expect no, like don't don't play it yet don't play it yet hang on if i was just somebody like this you know what people are doing now with country music they're doing what creed fucking did in the early 2000s where they were like i'm gonna fucking bank on christian rock mm-hmm. and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna it's mimicky I'm, I'm gonna fucking gimmicky it's pandering is it's, all it is yeah. i'm gonna pander to these fucking people yeah and i'm gonna make them think like uh okay play this song and then i have a song to play after it okay okay because i guarantee you it's not gonna be good and so he's already having that southern draw can we prove that he actually talks like this Oh, Aaron likes it. Of course he does. <laughs> it's not country to me at all. It's not. Just having a southern draw and playing... Sa- oh my gosh. Did he just go... This is the new fucking like, grunge shitty like I'm going to copy you thing. I think it's Am I not wrong, James? Well, they, they incorporate hip-hop and right, rap on, into hang on, it. Hang on. Let's he just, incorporates let's just, hip-hop? Just, hang on. Let's they just, do. Let's just every, stop. Stop, stop. Every country artist does now. Let's give it a, give it a good twenty okay. seconds. Here we go. Fuck it. Is there like auto tune? It sounds. That's what it sounds like. It's overly produced, like most country yeah. music is yeah. now. That's not country. Like like, so. Um, they're, they're, what they're doing here is a trick that Blink-182 did on their uh, untitled album. There's a song where it, it, what you do, I can't remember the name of it, and somebody that is very in tune with music, what you do is you pull, you plug a guitar into like an old style uh, amplifier, and when the old amplifier starts to die, it produces that type of sound that you hear in the chorus. That's what Blink-182 did for this one song. And this is the exact same thing. That, see here, say, hang on. Just listen to the guitar. See how it sounds all electrical? That's the exact same thing. They're plugging in a guitar into an amplifier that's dying. I mean, it just sounds like every commercial pop country hit that's out. Yeah, I did For the that. Past that 10 was years. not good. That's not country. I'm gonna right. say that right now. Well, despite the fact that the dude makes shit music, he's being canceled <laughs> due to him saying a racial slur. Hang on, we're, we'll get back to that. 
just shit music. Right now, we're on the like the. I want to talk about the the whole fact that there's this stigmata with country music where they have to they have to appease to people, and they, they it's it's pop country is what I call it. But I will say this: like I talked so much shit on Luke Bryan for the longest time. But anything Luke Bryan has ever done is more country than whatever the fuck I just heard. Is he Would the, you guys agree with that, at which, least? Oh, which one's Luke Bryan? Uh, like, I could play a Luke Bryan song, but... I'm just the, the, the guy that the all the, the chicks but, like. But, like, that, Luke can actually... That's a sexy voice. But Luke can actually play guitar and, like, I don't know. Like, I would give him more props than this guy because he's not auto-tuning all this shit. Luke Bryan doesn't auto-tune his voice and things like that. I don't like him at any means, but I want you to play this song, James. This song encapsulates uh, how what what country music has turned into. It's it's uh, by a comedian. His name is Bo Burnham. And uh, let me see if I can find it. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, While we're waiting on Joseph to find that, please make sure that you do your best to provide your patronage to Rocket Brews. Rocket Brews is located in Amarillo Boulevard, off of. It's right directly in front of the United on Emerald Boulevard. It's, it's, I don't know the exact address. I think address. it's uh, Boulevard and Wilson. Boulevard and Wilson. Anyway, they have a Facebook. You have a Facebook. Get on Facebook. Look up Rocket Brews. They have great monthly specials. Two of the greatest guys in Amarillo. Small business owners struggling to survive. Actually doing really well. Give them your money. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please do. I, I lost where that was going. Well, the, the drink of the month this month is a Rocket Fresca, and it has strawberry, chili powder, and chamoy inside the drink. That's so you got to check that one out. It looks delicious. Everything if, I've ever had from there, like I've said before, it's never I've never had a bad drink. Okay. And if you're on the fence about it, it's a significantly better than, what you, than Eskimo Hut. Oh, yeah. Like, if you want totally. something kind of comparable... Eskimo Hut would kind of be comparable to it, but really Rocket Brews blows it out of the water. This song right here is called uh, Pandering. <laughs> it's by a comedian named Bo Burnham. Uh, he's very funny, uh, but basically what he does in this song is he create, recreates what it's like to... Uh, what, what country music has developed to today. So we're going to play the entire song uh, starting now. Oh, yeah. And it's called Pander. It's the exact so. opposite of honest. Where instead of people actually telling their stories, you got a bunch of millionaire metrosexuals who've never done a hard day's work in their lives, but they figured out the words and the phrases they can use to pander to their audience. And yeah. they list the same words and phrases off sort of Mad Lib style in every song, raking in millions of dollars from actual working class people. <laughs> you know the words that's what Christian music is. Well, that's what country. A dirt road, a cold beer. A blue jeans, a red pickup, a rural noun, simple adjective. Rural noun, simple adjective. No shoes, no shirt, no shoes, you didn't hear that. (laughs) Sort of a mental typo. I walk and talk like a field hand, but the boots I'm wearing cost three grand. I write songs about riding tractors from the comfort of a private jet. I could sing in Mandarin, you still know I'm pandering. Hunting deer, chasing trout, 
a Bud Light with the logo facing out. Hear that subtle mandolin. That's textbook pandering. I own a private ranch that I rarely use. I don't like dirt. <laughs> one verse, one chorus in the bag. Now it's time to talk to the ladies. I'm hoping my southern charm offsets all these rapey vibes I'm putting out. <laughs> Good girl in a straw hat with her arms out in a cornfield. That is a scarecrow. <laughs> Thought it was a human woman. Sorry. Uh, it's I cold night, a cold beer, a cold jean. Strike that last one. I'm wanting you. I hope you're failing me. Subtextually, we go to bed, you doze off. So I take your country girl clothes off. I put my hands on your body. It feels like hay. It's a fucking scarecrow again. <laughs> Fuck your ears, I'm pandering. Fuck your ears, I'm pandering. For the people who do jobs in the towns that I've never moved to. Exactly. Tolerate my pandering. You got a beautiful mouth. I got a beautiful. Y'all dumb motherfuckers want a keychain. <laughs> dumb motherfuckers want a keychain. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to rewind that last 20 seconds. Listen to what he says about, like, I would never move to that town. <laughs> but like it does, it changes. Like, listen. You know, and Aaron will attest to this. Texas country was the thing that everyone listened to in, to in Lubbock back in the day, which is probably why, yeah. as a main reason, Joseph hates Lubbock. Well, it, no, not just that, but like that, <laughs> that small that, town, Texas, it, it was huge. And like I said, 14 that song years ago, right there is a hundred fourteen. that, that, ah, that song right there is 110% the reason of what to me, to me, country today is the new Christian rock. Like they're just pandering. They're just jacking off fucking like, like he says in the, like he says in the song, uh, I'm I'm catering to people that actually do a hard day's work, but I've never done that in my entire fucking life. Oh, yeah. Right. And you know what? We're not bashing country at all because we are all huge country fans. And, and you know what? I From am pre-2000. I am a freaking country fanatic when it comes to Merle Haggard. You know, Johnny, Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, <laughs> Hank Williams Jr., Hank Williams, Johnny Cash, freaking George Jones, all of the old George, school. George Strait. Yes, and George even, Strait. And even like the 90s, like Tim McGraw. Yeah, you know. I mean, the 90s is when country changed and it evolved into what what is now I known as alt country. The Dixie Chicks, they were the first. I really think they were the first alt country group. Well, 
it really started the big movement was with what? Garth Brooks. I, I that, nah, he was the but, first huge alt country artist that broke into mainstream that that everybody I don't gravitated know, man. towards. I don't know, man. Like yes. you, you I, 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 but you like some Garth. You'll get down. I do love Garth. some Garth, but that's as alt as I want to go. I don't want to go pop. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're 100 percent right. But I'm saying what I'm getting at is I think the Dixie Chicks were that first real group, and then that bitch that's saying strawberry wine. But she's more country than the Dixie Chicks. And I then, guarantee. And then who's that one? Uh, that one. Uh, they're they're called like, they. Ha- it's a group of people. It's a it's a really big group. It's like the Dave Matthews of country, and they like. Fuck. What what is the name? <laughs> He's like, poor Aaron. I offended him. I know. He but on. you do you know what I'm saying when I think of it? It's like uh, God damn it. Big but town? the the thing. The, is, yes, yeah, Little Big yeah, Town. Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. they're the Dave Matthews of country. Okay. I think Little Big t- uh, Dixie Chicks. They're the first ones that really kind of started this kind of trend to be like, hey, if we sing with a southern accent, they'll buy it, and it doesn't matter what music we put the in pr- it. The Pretender yeah. era of country music started definitely in the 90s, and it kind of just what grew, was that shitty, grew from there. But who, that sh- that, even what's now, they did with Nelly over and over oh again. I can't, I can't bring oh, it myself. It was Tim McGraw, was it? it was Tim I think McGraw. it was, yeah. yeah. Damn. But listen, I just can't bring myself to be a fan of, the, of no. the, the evolution of country because I grew up with the old roots of country. If, and if, I guarantee you, most fans of any of these these groups or singers these days, like any any fan of Florida Georgia Line or these new country fans are so far away from from what country actually is and they they're they're disconnected from the old stuff when they hear the old stuff they're i'd just agree like, with that what is that i can't that is not country to me and there's there's a big gap there's a huge if, gap. if, if, if you want to listen to a band if you want to listen if you want to listen to a band you call me a huge fan i'm like you know me now <laughs> fuck you if if you want to listen to a that's right bitch <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead he's right james if you want to listen to a band that has country influence, that is influenced by people like George Jones and things like that, but they're also influenced by things like CCR and Leonard Skinner, um, don't listen to things like whatever. What's his name? George Wallen? Whatever his Wal- name is. Walton, Walton George? Whatever the guy that used autotune in his, his thing and said the racist word. Uh, don't listen to him. Uh, don't listen to like Luke Bryan or any Morgan Wallen. Um, if you want to listen to a really good band that has like country influences... They're called they're called Old Crow Medicine Show, and they they made the original Wagon Wheel song uh, that Darius Rucker covered, "Rock Me Baby Like a Wagon Wheel." Uh, they make really good. It's more bluegrass, but they are kind of country, and they're true to their roots. There are there are they all modern play, artists who who, who they all do play their have. Their, own, Good sound. They all play their own musical instrument. They don't like synthesize anything, and they all sing. Uh, it, it, I just, I just don't like things that like where they synthesize the music to make it like that's not country to me. Country to me is like an acoustic, maybe an electric guitar that doesn't have, uh, you know, gain turned up and things like that, and they're not able to edit any of those things, and and just a nice drum and a bass. That's country music. Well, if to me. you want to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, which is funny. That was no, said. By, that was said by a, a band called Alabama. There is a, a Alabama huge Alabama. band that is coming to Hodgetown, which is in this genre of modern 
country music and they go by the name of Midland and they, they have from? they have a lot of different huge hits that are out there and I guarantee you I play one of their songs I got it and you'll up right now. you'll recognize the the top one that's on there they're they're going to play at Hodgetown what April 1st 4th I like this one it's called Drinking Problem That's I mean this group has grown on me and, and I I already like the not cover of their video Let me already see it. That already that's pretty cool right there. Oh. They have oh, a throwback seventies style that they they use for their style. <laughs> Bro. Okay, time out. Is this not giving anybody Brooks and Dunn vibes? Yeah. Like bit, yeah. holy yeah. shit. I've never heard of them before. They're big. And he got it's, me on It's them. oddly enough giving me some Wild West vibes, too. Not going to lie. They all play instruments. Damn. I dig this. Now, see, to me. They're from Texas. This is country music, right? Yeah. This is country music. Yep. Okay, I may have found like a new band I need to look up. Aaron, you you introduced this to him? Yes. Why didn't you show it to the rest of us, you asshole? He, you gr- okay. well, I've heard he, these songs. I just couldn't put the songs so, to an actual band. He, but now he well, helped this me This guy that. over here dogged me for a little bit about And they're going to perform at the Sod Poodle Stadium? And then I started April 4th. showing us some songs. And he's like, okay. At their game or what? Nah, it's just a concert. It's She's in the facility. Con- for oh, the dude, concert. we got to go. This I'm like, I've heard 30 seconds yeah. of the song. I'm like, this is the closest to Brooks and Dunn I've ever heard. Yeah. I, I mean, I've I've been listening to them for the last probably two years, three. I don't know, and uh, I like just the thing that gets me is the guy's voice. Yeah, he's got a great voice. The voice is amazing. He has a great voice. Just I love it. I love it. And then you know his lyrics. I and here's mean, the thing: I'm real hesitant to dive into new country artists, but I was wrong on this one. I can admit that I was wrong on this one because. I really hey. enjoy their music from what I've heard. I haven't dove real deep into you know their music yet, but you know their their singles are good. We got this recorded. James admitted that he was wrong for once. No, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just joking. No, nah. after after I, it was one of those things. Like I was just trying to tell. It's like man, they just the guy's voice. It's I'm like it's just good. It's so good I've got I've got a uh, I've got a band. You guys need to. If, they're not really country, but they their roots are country. Um, how many of you guys growing up were fans of the book Hank the Cowdog? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Love Hank the Cowdog. There's a very there's a local band. They performed at a uh, what's the what's the uh, the the thing that happens every year at uh, Sam Houston Park? What is that called? <laughs> June Black, Jazz. Black 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 Magic Black Magic Music Festival. Yeah. Um, well, I know, but. It's uh, a hippie. It's, is this news to you too, Aaron? It's a hippie festival. It is a hippie. Chicks festival. walk around with armpit hair. Yeah, it is a mm. hippie festival. Mm, but um, this band called Comanche Moon, they are somewhat local. Uh, they're the the lead singer's father is the writer of the Hank the Cowdog books. They're called Comanche Moon, and this song is called Socorro Wind. And where is Socorro? Socorro, New Mexico. Hey. Hey Joseph, what's up? What do you call a computer that sings? What? Adele. Oh. So anyway, this is Comanche Moon. 
Fuck yes. Socorro <laughs> That was badass. But I mean, like, this is a local band. Support local. Seriously. But yeah, this his dad is the he guy. He did a book wrote. signing not too long ago, didn't he? Yeah. He wrote his own Aaron literature like, and stuff. Aaron yeah. likes this part like, because it sounds like it could be a Kobe Calais song. This is jo- this is John R. Erickson's oldest son. Uh, John R. Erickson, the writer of Hank the Cowdog, grew up in Perryton, uh, moved to Midland, had a ranch out there, and that's where J- uh, John's oldest son. I think it's John Jr. is his name, uh, but he's the lead singer of Comanche Moon. Uh, they come to Amarillo quite a bit. If you ever tour the Sixth Street bars, they perform. Comanche Moon is performed. Uh, I saw them like, Golden Light. God damn, yeah, like Golden seven, Light. eight years ago, I saw them at Golden Light. And uh, they sang Comanche, or uh, excuse me, uh, Socorro Wind. The first time I heard Socorro Wind was at Black, the first Black Magic that ever happened at Sam Houston. But uh, they're like, you know, they're technically a local band. Yeah, they're, so. a, they're a panhandle band. Yeah, I would say. It, yeah, yeah, because I mean, like his dad grew up, in, and that's the cool thing. A lot of people don't realize, like everybody, especially if you grew up in Texas, you know who Hank the Cowdog is. Yeah, yeah, and and he his his dad John R. Erickson he. Grew up in, he was born and raised in Perryton, not too far, but I think it's like, what, three hours from here? Yeah. No. And, Something like that. Uh, you know, he moved to Midland, got a ranch in Midland, and that's where he wrote on his ranch, farming and ranching, he wrote those series. And uh, the album cover for Comanche Moon, Socorro Wind, which I'm going to show this to the guys, you can't see this, um, but it has right there. Very oddly similar to Hank the Cowdog. Yeah, on, good stuff. On, on their album cover. So It's a mean Hank the Cowdog. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, go check them out. There, there, there are instances of decent country music, right? Especially local bands here in the Panhandle and ones that come through here that perform, man. There's some good stuff out there. You just got to discover it and take a leap. But yeah, I don't know who that guy is. He shouldn't have said the N-word, and his music sucks ass, too. So all right, that's all so I have to say. I got to play a, another local person. Go for it. His name is... Uh, it's a kid I went to high school with. His name's Jordan Robert Kirk. And he uh, he is... He's the real deal. He farms and sings. So he's lived that life. He's, he's walked that walk, as they would say.
Good man, it's really good. He's a good They're, kid. What too. is their Great name quality. again? His name is Jordan Robert Kirk. Jordan Robert Kirk, I can dig it. Yeah, he's 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 a good dude. He is one of the he is probably one of the best people I've met in my life. Like just genuine good people, works hard. And takes you went care of his you business. went to high school with this gentleman? Ah, I, I didn't go to high school with him. I think I think when I graduated, I um I I did theater when I was in high school and I I helped co-direct the one act play for the junior high. Oh yeah. And he was he was in eighth grade. I he was doing the one act play while I was helping direct it. And he was I mean he's just just a good family, good people. One act plays are hard. One act plays are so much fun. There's they're another fun. band they're that really hard. I, There's a lot I don't think you guys have it. probably heard of. They're from here. They're called the Ragtown Chiefs. And I used to yes, heard one of the guitarists. I used to date his sister. And uh, this band they they go to bars all across the panhandle and they perform at clubs. He's the drummer, right? And they, you know, he's one of the guitarists. Oh, he, yeah, he's been in the band. I think they created about four or five years ago, but they support the podcast. Uh, they have, they have social media. If you, if you guys uh, are interested in any of their music, you should They're go really check it good. out. I, I, I've, I've seen them play once. They play at golden line. They play at you know, places like that and they do tour and stuff. They've got some music on Spotify. That Here's little, that little kid grew up, man. Yeah, he <laughs> he just really had a love for music at a, at a young age. His name is Trent, and he played, and he didn't give up. He carried it all the way through his adulthood. Now he's, yeah, I guess I he's in his mid twenties now or late twenties. It's it, crazy how it's so when weird. I knew him, he was, he was in middle school, and the kid was just passionate about music. He so. was born in two thousand. He gets to buy beer now. <laughs> I still don't know really how I feel about that, like on an emotional level when I leave here. And You're I have to old. deal with it. That's how you deal with it. You're just old. Like, I don't ignore it when I sometimes have to bend down, squat down, and my knees pop, like <laughs> the whole way down and up. Here's a single of, of theirs. Shit. I... So, and I, I've seen them play, I've heard the song before. To me, what this kind of reminds me of, and this is not dogging on them. I mean this as a compliment. It's like if Cross Grenade and Ragweed were trying to figure their own shit out. Does that make sense? It does have some CCR within their music a little bit. Don't ever say CCR for Cross Grenadian Ragweed. That does that means something completely different to me. Clearwater Revival. CCR is Creedence Clearwater Revival. No shit. I said I, they're called CCR as no, well. I, I know that. I'm just saying, like, I never have. I don't associate that with that. We do. Good for you. I call them. I've always called them CCR. <laughs> I say Cross Canadian. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I, I never say ragweed. I'm with you. I always say Cross yeah, Canadian. Yeah. But yeah, this this is Quit like I don't mean me. that as a diss. This like is good music, this is though. like if Cross Canadian was starting out, 
This is what I fill in it. What's the name of this band again? The Ragtown Chiefs. Super local, like from here. You know, and here's the problem with with local music like this, because I know the I'm, I'm sure the majority of towns in Amarillo or in, in in the United States that are similar to this size have some some good bands. Oh, I hate that there's so, so many good bands. I hate here. that so much focus is on what a very small select group publish out and push out and decide as being what's pop. Like if you would just spend a little bit more time focusing on the music that you have in your in your general. 500 square mile radius that's better music than what you're gonna find on the radio any day of the week 100 percent. yeah and like i mm-hmm. i have my spotify is like full of just random shit you know what i mean like just be i i look at music the way i look at food like we talked about we had a really deep felt conversation you weren't here for it aaron but we talked about bourdain and like what he meant to like like to me and like becoming like a better cook and things like that. That was a deep episode. I look, I look at, I look at uh, music kind of the same way as cooking. You know what I mean? Like you really have to like, just find like your niche or not even And even if you don't just, just go listen to some shit. If you want, if you want to become a decent cook, just throw shit in a pan and go fucking hog wild. Like get, get like the basics down, how to like measure your oil, your salts and things, peppers and things like that. And just start cutting and throwing things in a pot and see what you come up with. That's music. And I think that it's very, music and cooking are very cathartic. And I, I think they're very kind of the same Therapeutic thing. too, man. Yeah. You know, I think they go hand in hand. Yeah. All right. So this is my part of the, of the talk now. Y'all talked about y'all's damn country. Now I get to talk about my Tejano. No, I thought you were going in sync on us again. Nah, I was going to say Tejano music. The Backstreet you know? Boys. Hey, I love them. Vincent de like, Cumbi- like Cumbia Kings? Who, who would you put on the Mount Rushmore of Tejano artists? <laughs> well, it'd have to be Vincente, at number one, at the top. Nah, that's Selena. But he's not really, that's that's not really Tejano. That's just... Uh, that's just Mexican, Mexican, Mexican music. Yeah, pretty much, right? Just old... Um, what are, what, like what, are, what are the four guys? Like the, the big, the big, yeah, the, big the, the big Tejano group. What are the four guys? Uh, it's they're like the most, most famous Tejano group of all time. The locos, those you, the ones that were a little more one Americanized. Most, one of the most famous ones, Raymond Ayala. That's usually the bigger one, and then there's some others. But hey, anyway, go go on with what, what no, you were going to no, say. No. No, nah, Vicente, he's just on that. No, it, no, no. It, but oh. like you were talking about, like Tejano for you. Oh, I just, I love all the old stuff. That's like y'all, like with you know, the country. You know, I try to hear some of this new stuff. And I mean, I'm not. I didn't get into Tejano until I you know, actually grew up and mm-hmm. started. You know, me and my dad and brothers and all. We all hang out, and that's you know, my, my dad loves it. You know, but and uh, shit, man, all the old stuff. I, we love it. We love all the old stuff and whew, gets you going. Selena. I love being Selena. What it, what it, like, I call it, I, I, t- I told this to my wife not long ago. And I, I mean this like the way I love, I love like Irish folk music. You know what I mean? 
I I, cre- I called it. Yeah. I created a genre. I call it blood music, music that just lights a soul, like it lights a fire in your soul. That just and usually you've had some drinks and you you can really vibe with music at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there are even Tejano songs that I fucking love. They like gro- growing up on the north side, um, they are man. They they, they get. They get fucking deep, you know. It, they, yeah. they get deep. It, so it, it's not really a Tejano song, but like a Mexican song, uh, "Le Puerta Negra." You know that song? Uh, I, I'll have to try to. I, I probably dude. Have that's to. a good, good Hispanic song. Yeah, it, that's the thing. You know, I mean, I'm a disgrace. I don't know Spanish, so you know. But well, that, that, I, that, I love you know, the Black you don't know North. Any Spanish? It's called. I'm. I, but I love that style of music. Is so old and traditional. And it's been around for so long. Like you've got to respect it. It's fun. It's a, it's a great music, man. And like I said, it's just like with y'all in country, you know. I, I'll, you yeah, know, you I grew love, up hearing. I love country. Tejano and, well, and like everything. You said, and, I, love, I love country too. So. Yeah, you love country, country. I do. My the king, uh, the king. Yep. Exactly. I'm not exactly. This just brings that, smiles. That, that's that's the thing too. Just like I, I couldn't sit here and name like I know like Raymond y'all, you know. But like I, I'm not trying to be funny. No, no, no. Like I can't. No, like I said, I can't like name songs, you know. But like as soon as I hear them, I'm like, oh hell yeah, I know what it is. Well, no, I'm just saying yeah. like I'm not trying to be funny as a white guy. No. Like uh, if I if I listen to this song. Yeah. No. I, no. You know what the song makes me want to do? Drink with good friends. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And tell stories. Shit. You yeah. Know, it, no. It's. There, there's those those old songs, man. Like you know, this one, I'm gonna go get a girl. We're gonna go dance because yeah, man, this is where you get going. Woo! Moving back and forth, and you drink some beers, dancing, some dancing. Oh yeah. yeah. But what what is that like? It's like it's like I love it. I wish like, I was. There's, there's a group though. Mexican. They're like the five tenors. You know what the or not that the three tenors. You know what the three tenors are, yeah, right? Not, like they're it, the most famous opera singers. Are. They're like the three tenors, but of Tejano. Like there's yeah. like five guys. What is the name of that I, fucking I, group? That's the thing. Like, I when you say something, I'm like, golly, I, like I probably know. I'm, I've you, heard the you would music. have to hear it to, yeah, exactly. to really to really know. Yeah. yeah, but I know who you're talking about. I just was it Texas Tornadoes? I think that's one, right? That's one of the older that ones. Does, right? Yeah, that does. Are you talking about SPM? <laughs> okay, Damn, you know what? Man. You know what? You know what's fucked up about that guy? Everybody knows his songs, especially like you know he made good music. But he's in prison right now for molesting a 14-year-old. So fuck him. Oh, wow. Damn. And that's not even well, R. Kelly. At the is time, this, he got a 13-year-old pregnant. And is this he's, recently? He's, he's accused no. of no, no, no. He's been he's been locked up for a long time. I know, but, he got locked uh, up in like 2009, 2008. Uh, so this, no, oh, he's okay. been in prison since early 2000s. No, I'm talking about uh, SPM? Yeah, SPM. He, early early 2000s? He was convicted of molesting a nine-year-old, and he oh, did. Oh, fuck. He did. Yeah, he, he's a piece of shit. Listen, man. he like, did I, get a 13-year-old pregnant. You know my she was name. a stripper. I'm SPM. And she lied about her age. Like, we all, like, thought he was catchy and shit. He's man, got he, good music. He's a piece of fucking shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. He is, absolutely. Uh, no, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. He claims he's innocent. That. A lot of people claim he's innocent. Yeah. No, he's uh, not. No. He's not. He did that shit. I'm who, sorry. Who knows? Man, what's our, what's con- our next if he topic, was convicted, James? I'm, I'm fine with I'm next, fine with following. The whatever. next topic, <laughs> man, we've jumped around so much. 
Sunday, Super Bowl. What are our oh thoughts and predictions on the Super Bowl That's coming two up? two days from now. 34-17. Aaron, Bay. let's just go around the table. Aaron, yes, I want team. you to give your uh, outcome predictions. Oh. Yeah, I want you to give your winner of the game okay. and your MVP award and okay. why. Uh, I'm gonna go. With, I gotta go with Chiefs, and that's it's tough. That seems like the reasonable it's, answer. It's tough, but it's tough because you know, it's the as much. I, and I here's the thing: is I know everybody's like, oh, I hate Tom Brady and all that. You know what? He's the goat. He's a goat for the reason, and uh, he's a great athlete. You know how? If I could meet Tom Brady, I'd love to. I'd love to because. Yeah, I bet you I, would. Uh, hell yeah, why not? Yeah, he's a legend. He's a legend. It's getting right near your face. Not even in like me. So. Yeah, man, I'm a I'm a huge fan of all the legends. Yeah. So I feel you on that. Yeah. So, but you know, and would, I, you, would I, you kiss him on the lips like he does his son? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I, I kiss my boy on the lips. I love, I love my boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. So back to actually. Sorry. Okay. I want to back up. We're gonna right. go. Let's do who you think's gonna win. Who you Two. want to win. I, I, Do you want I the think, Chiefs? I think the Chiefs. You know, I, I just I love. I mean, I love Mahomes. Loved him ever since. I, of course, we got but, two tech guys. Uh, on I, here. Hold on, hold on. I I've been following ever since he was at White House. You know, when they were recruiting him. You know, I seen the video and I was like, damn, dude, this guy's legit. He really is. So it's not like a, you know, just because he went to tech. Yes, it, it just. Puts the cherry on the top, but yeah, I, it's like, dude, you're not gonna see many guys like this. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, like that's your guy. That's yeah. your boy. Like, what it makes you feel is like, yeah, oh, right. well, yeah, I'm I'm a tech fan. Yeah, but look how fucking good he is. Yeah, and I I think the MVP. I mean, I, and I really think I think it's gonna be Hill. I think he's gonna try. He's gonna make it. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He's gonna make one of those incredible. You think it'll be Pat? No, I don't. I think it might be Hill because I yeah. think. Hill will probably do one or two incredible plays. He'll have like five catches for yeah. 213 but that's, yards. But that's what I'm saying. He's going to do something incredible. That It's like, yeah, Pat maybe should get it, but I think Hill should get it. Did he win last year's MVP award? He Pat, did, didn't Pat, he? Yeah, Pat he, did, yeah. yeah. He, did. So that's, he was on top of the world last year. Yeah, so that's why I was like. He still is. <laughs> that's why I was like, I think this time, I think Hill, Hill will just make an incredible catch or, you know, all, and then boom, there it is. So you're saying Chiefs. Yeah. And 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 Tyreek's the MVP. I think so. And right. that's and that, is that who you want to win it? You know, it's it's such a man. It's just one of those. It's like you get this. You get to experience history twice. Yeah. You know, you get to see the youngest quarterback win back to back, but then you get to see the oldest quarterback. You know, the win, and then you know, add another ring to his you know belt. And that's what I'm saying. Like the question just, is, it's it's tough. That's a tough. What pick. do you, what do you prefer? What's the outcome you prefer? Uh, I don't know. That's a tough. That's a tough thing. And you know, I like to see the goat. You know, honestly. But as a tech fan, you you're rooting for Mahomes. So to go back to back, what do you know. do? What do you you gotta you gotta pick one? Like the, uh, the outcome I'm, you think, think is the Chiefs. Do you want the Chiefs to win, or do you want I want the, the Bucks Chiefs to win? I want the Chiefs to win, but I like to see Brady get another one, just because it's Brady. Yeah. He does. I mean, he works his ass. He works his ass off. He really does, and he, he studies. He does everything like he's supposed to, and I I just I I, I respect the hell out of him. Mahomes, can, he's still young. He can. He got many more Super Bowls. 
to win if he right. wanted to. Right. So I just think let's go ahead, you know, let Brady, you know, take it. So Wait. that's who you want. Yeah. But you're thinking the Chiefs are going to win. Exactly. Okay. I mean, Jared. I have a gambling problem when it comes to national or when it comes to championship games. His I, house is up for mortgage. I have, I have a gambling problem when it comes to that. Pink I, slips. Pink I, slips. I'm going to call it now 34 <laughs> 17. It hadn't been the first time. 34 17, Tampa Bay. I will never bet against. Here's, here's why. Here's why. I'll never bet against Brady in the Super Bowl. You know, a lot of people did that. And the Giants and the Eagles proved them wrong. That's so. true. That's true. Twice. The three times. Well. Yeah. Giants twice, Eagles once. Yeah. Yep. Which, that, man, it's another story. But, no, I, I, that's what I think it's going to be. <clears throat> I, think, I think Kansas City is the better team. I think Kansas City has the ability to win. 100%. I just will not bet against Brady in the Super Bowl. I've I mean, never bet again. I've I've lost. Statistically I've, I've lost. speaking, why would you? Yeah, exactly. And I've lost. I've lost. I've lost plenty of money to to Brady <laughs> over the years. Um, but I I just man, fourth quarter Brady is something else. And the momentum I think the that is behind Tampa Bay is overshadowed by. And I'm not saying that this is uh, this is just my opinion. The the overconfidence that can come with back to back. Um, brand uh, he's he's a brand new quarterback, brand new quarterback in Mahomes. It's just to me everything reads Tampa Bay winning, and Tampa Bay winning by at least two touchdowns. Okay. Okay. Who's I, the who's the MVP? Obviously Brady. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my who I want to win, and that's my who I think is going to win. And so I've got money and we'll see if i win it if i made any money from gamestop i have invested all that money in tomorrow and in sunday's game so for me other than 2004 and 2017 i really haven't given a rat's ass who's in the super bowl other than i just don't want brady to win because of 2004, the Patriots beat the Eagles. Uh, Donovan McNabb, Terrell Owens. Uh, Donovan choked in that. We should have been. We should have won that game. Yeah. Um, but, and it's hard for me too, because Andy Reid is the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. As an Eagles fan, I want nothing the best for Big Red, and if he repeats. People need to shut the fuck up. Like, this man took the Philadelphia Eagles to five straight NFC Championship games, one Super Bowl, and two back-to-back AFC Championship games, two Super Bowls, and if they win, what if he wins? That's five straight NFC Championship games, three Super Bowls, three and one in, or two and one in the Super Bowl. Andy Reid is up there with Belichick. You know what I mean? Like, Philadelphia should never let him go. Should never let him walk. It's hard for me to, like, go against the Chiefs, especially since the Super Bowl that Philadelphia did win, Doug Peterson came. You know, he was a quarterback for Philly, but then he became an offensive coordinator, or excuse me, a quarterback's coach for Kansas City under Andy Reid. So it's hard for me to go against them. But, and how much I hate Brady and the Patriots – but that's the thing. I really hate the Patriots and Bill Belichick more than Brady. And this man 
has been in fucking nine Super Bowls until to, until two days from now. It will be his tenth Super Bowl appearance. Ten. Ten. Ten with the X, bro. Aaron, are you listening to that? Ten Super Bowls. Diaz. 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 Dude. Nah, I mean. Dude. I... It's, it's one now, of the- now here's the thing. Who do I want to win? This is this sucks for me. But as like my favorite athlete of all time is Kobe Bryant. And I appreciate that mama mentality that I'm not gonna quit. You know what? You know what is the most big dick, swing dick, balls to the wall move ever? Hey, guess what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna leave this team that I've been to nine Super Bowls with. And I've won fucking six of the motherfuckers with. <laughs> and I'm going to leave this bitch. And I'm going to go to a to the opposite conference. I'm going to go to the opposite conference. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to fucking take a team that was seven and nine last year. And we're going to go 11 and five. And I'm going to go to the Super Bowl with this team. With my boy at tight end. Bro, I, I, I'm telling you right now, who I want to win, I want the Bucks to win, and I want Brady to be the MVP. More than anything in the world right now, in 2021, as fucking weird as, fucking weird as 2020 is, was, I want the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl for the first time since 2004 and, and win it with, that's their only Super Bowl, by the way, with Gruden uh, when they beat the Oakland Raiders. I want them, I want them to win this. And Brady, like, and you know what? I don't even want him to retire. I want to be like, yeah, I won. I've been to ten. I won. I won to seven. I'm coming back next year. So, what's the harder conference? The harder conference. That's that's up for debate. I mean, it's it's really. Your opinion. Not want to hear the debate. Your opinion. The the better offenses are in, and you could argue. I mean, the Colts have a really good defense. Uh, the 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 Chiefs don't have a defense, but that offense, and that's what I'm saying. So I'm Chiefs not done yet. I'm not yeah. done yet. Okay. I want the Bucks to win, and I want Brady to get the MVP. I do not see how the actual fuck the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that are 11 and five with that defense stop. Pat Mahomes and the fourteen and two Kansas City Chiefs. I just don't see it happening, dude. Andy Reid is a goddamn fucking genius. And I saw something today that where it said, where it said Andy Reid doesn't have a system, and maybe that's why he's more successful. He you hires know, good coaches. He around hires him. the good coaches, and he and, and he puts personnel in the spot that fits their fits what they're best at. He's a good CEO. So honestly, I want the Bucks to win. But I'm sorry, the Kansas City Chiefs are going back-to-back, and the score is going to be 34-21. KC. Yeah. yeah. With, with probably Mahomes repeating his Super Bowl MVP. I think it would be really hard. I, I agree with you that if, 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 if Kansas City wins, uh, Hill should get it. But I have a hard time seeing – them give the MVP to anyone other than Mahomes. If if Kansas City wins, I mean it depends on how much time. how much Tyree goes off. And here's another thing: there, there, really there's go. another catalyst that they have that's basically like basically Pat's Gronk 
uh, my boy, my my fucking my the center from the the center oh from my team's uh, <laughs> little brother Travis Kelsey, who's the best tight end in the NFL, hundred yeah. percent. Travis Kelsey is a beast. I always found Gronk to be a whole lot of overrated. Man, dude, it took five dudes to win a Super Bowl against him in that last yeah. El Mary. If he would have caught that, Still. the game would have went went to New England. So, I mean, maybe it's just because I don't yeah, like it. So, I'm saying Kansas City wins. Mahomes gets the MVP. I want Brady to win. Uh, but yeah, I'm picking uh, Chiefs 34 21. James, what's your, what's your opinion on it? Objectively speaking, the Kansas City Chiefs will win this game. Mm-hmm. The momentum, the dynasty they built. Pat Mahomes at quarterback, he he's a generational quarterback. He's he's someone that you're not going to see again for a long time, a long time. So, with that being said, they Trump will win Sunday. They will win. Subjectively, I I, I would like to see Tampa Bay pull it out. We always want to root for the underdog, and it's weird that. The I'm, underdog is Brady. It's Brady. But I'm a fan of the greats. I'm a fan mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. excellence. You can't not be. And, and Brady is that. He He's like he's like the Elvis of the National Football League. The dude is just iconic. Any Anybody at this point, I'm sorry, the man, even before, to, even before I'm sorry, before this time, 5 p.m. Sunday, which is not even 48 hours from now, Anybody that says they don't think Tom Brady is the best quarterback to ever play the game of football is fucking A, stupid, they don't watch football enough, or B, they're just hating just to hate. There's a lot of people that are hating just to hate. hate Do you understand? This guy beat my team in a Super Bowl. Right. And I want him to win tomorrow. He's just got he's got the intangibles. He's got he's got the the skill set that that has made him as successful as he's been. But he doesn't compare. With all that being said, he does not compare to Pat Mahomes and everything that Mahomes can do right and now. The skill right set, now. the skill set that he has. I, I think mean, I mean, this point, is a forty-one-year-old man. But I, maybe right now. But I'm saying any time in Tom Brady's career, he's Pat Mahomes athletically yeah, is yeah. head and shoulders above. Oh, dude, dude is a freak, man. Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes I is, think, is just on another level. Like, I think this this Super Bowl in general is very iconic for a multitude of reasons. Like, even if – like, here's the thing. What we need to appreciate is if you love the game of football, you need to understand the Bucks aren't going to win this game. They're just not. That That offense for Kansas City is too fucking good. They do things that are so unorchestrated – unheard of in the NFL like Tom, like Pat will fucking drop back and the the offensive line will shift like it's a screen and he'll drop back 20 yards and they'll throw a tight end to the entire left side and then they'll get 40 yards out of it you know what I mean like they just do shit that's different well, the, his entire his delivery of the football is un- unorthodox in a lot of ways he can manipulate you never, his you never arm heard of that play 
the Kansas City Shuffle? Yeah, man. Everybody well, looks right. We go left. We go left. <laughs> oh, lucky number eleven. Right? Great That's movie. I would love to see Tom Brady and the, and the Bucks win it all because it would just solidify his legacy even more than than you know the production already boasts. But he's just. I don't. I don't think that they're gonna have what it takes to take down Kansas no. City on that, Sunday. And on, and the only reason is that, like, I mean, you look at like at the the, the factors going in. Like Brady, like passed for over five hundred yards in the Super Bowl against Philadelphia three years ago and lost. You know what I mean? Like Brady's gonna be Brady in this game. He's gonna be on point. I, I have no doubt in Tom Brady's ability. He may throw a pick here and there. Uh, but honestly, I don't feel like that's going to be the contributing factor. The contributing factor is going to be that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not have the defense to stop the Kansas City offense. And, you know, you you got Brady and you got Mike Evans, who's a phenomenal wide receiver, and you have Gronkowski. They definitely have the talent to compete. Offensively. Well, offensively. But defensively, yeah. I just don't feel like they have the – that's why I'm picking them 34-21. And that's what they say. Offense wins games. Defense wins championships. And and Kansas and City it. Kansas City it. doesn't have a great or a phenomenal defense, but they have a lot better Compared. defense than Tampa Bay's. I mean, so yeah, Tampa Bay's only as only possibility as, of winning is if Brady pulls a Brady, shows up in the fourth quarter. But I mean, and he flips did it. he did that in Philadelphia yeah, in that game. You, you yeah. can't you make a good point. You can never count Brady out. And and even though the Chiefs could be ahead, you know, going into the fourth quarter. Brady's Brady. I would love it. Know what, you know how much I would be like. I'm. I'm gonna be like sitting there. Well, I'm gonna fucking wear a Carson Wentz jersey because I guarantee he's about to get traded on Monday, <laughs> and I'm gonna be sitting there watching in my Carson Wentz jersey, watching this fucking football game, just like fucking cheering Brady on. It's so fucking weird to me, but I would love to see that happen. I just don't think but it's here's, going. Here's to. a factor that people aren't thinking about, or maybe they are, but they're not putting enough emphasis on and that is this is a home game for tampa bay that's hundred uh, yeah, percent true and they're only allowing i think it was like eleven thousand five hundred fans into the stands and 7500 of those are healthcare workers in the tampa bay area so that's 7500 fans that are going to be screaming and cheering at least for brady most of them are all going to be that, that's the thing like james made a fucking amazing point yeah. this is a home game for tampa bay and that's I, never been, been I think done. it's happened once. It never. Is it nope. never happened? <laughs> never happened. <laughs> never. Well, and, and I want to touch on what you said. So 11,000 people, 7,500 are healthcare workers. This is the first I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, bizarre, the, 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 NFL, the NFL gave 7,500 tickets to uh, frontline healthcare workers in the Tampa area. Hell and yeah. most of them are nurses from their hospitals. Hell yeah. Which I think that's awesome for the NFL. They'll still um, make six million on the rest of the tickets. I'm sure. Oh, are, are, are they are they like extremely overpriced? I don't know. I don't know. But that's a good point you bring up. It is a home game for Tampa. Yeah, and, and which I can't believe that they. I always thought like if like we the Super Bowl always fluctuates. Like it goes to a different stadium every year. I would have assumed, and I said this fucking years ago, back when we were in high school, I would have been like, why don't they fucking if somebody for happens to win and go to the Super Bowl from that stadium, why don't they pick a secondary location? I just hope there's no COVID issues going on prior to this game. Everything that I've seen uh, this week, there have been a lot of Chiefs issues having COVID issues, but none of them have been key players. There has been a few coaches, and it's been like a secondary offensive lineman. 
from what I'm right. seeing. Well, and the massive amount of bonus that they get if they win, surely they would put themselves in a little isolated bubble for two weeks. Right. Well, no, 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 no. Here's the, here's the, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, the NFL made a mandate that happened uh, last, or excuse me, this Monday. If you tested positive Monday of this week, or excuse me, Monday of last week, last week, if you tested positive on Monday of last week, you are not allowed to perform any duties or play in the Super Bowl. So that wow. co- those coaches that have pl- passed, those, those secondary offensive linemen, they are not allowed to play in the Super Bowl. Wow. That was Monday Monday of February, I guess, or excuse me, Jan- January. No, January, uh, it was like 25th. Oh, wow. Wow. They cannot, they cannot perform in the Super Bowl. They cannot play. They cannot coach. Anybody that tested positive from last Monday to game day will not be in the Super Bowl. Wow. Well, I think uh, next week's podcast, looking back on the halftime show, we need to critique how it went, and then we're going to give some insight to how we believe our ideal halftime show should go. And we're gonna save that for next week after we experience the weekend this Sunday because I don't I don't know how he's gonna wish, do. It's gonna be interesting. I wish he, Janet Jackson's Teddy would pop back out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who is performing at halftime this the year? Weekend. The weekend. The weekend. Well, hopefully the weekend no, tip weekend. pops out. <laughs> I just, just want to see some Teddies. Well, guys, this has been uh, Bomb City Locker Room Talk. James kind of alluded to. Uh, there's gonna be a podcast next week with all four of us um, as usual. But also next week, be looking forward to at Saturday morning next week, we have a special crimes unit, I guess we could call it, James, right? Right. We've got two very special individuals who are going to shed some light on some notorious murders that occurred here in our city. Right here in Amarillo, Texas. uh, Next week, it's going to be me and James, but we're not going to be talking much. I have... Thank God. We... we, we, (laughs) Excuse me. We have... uh, accumulated the daughters of the very first homicide detective in Amarillo, Texas. That was really cool. Um, they're going to be sharing the stories. This Their father was the lead homicide detective in Johnny Frank Garrett, who's a very huge figure mm-hmm. in uh, crime in Amarillo, yes. as well as J. Kelly Pinkerton. Nice. Uh, these are going to be very... Very intriguing episodes. Um, me and James are basically going to let their daughters tell the tale of how he investigated these two horrendous murders. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And uh, kind of give their their take on everything that they heard growing up as children here in the Texas Panhandle. And it's going to be a very interesting episode. We hope you listen for that. Uh, but like we said, uh, you, you will get a your regular Bomb City Locker Room Talk podcast with myself, James, Aaron, and Jared. And then... But- on Saturday morning, be looking forward to the, uh, I guess we're going to call it the Bomb City Locker Room Talk. True murder, crime. True crime that, episode. I, that's going to be so awesome. Like that, I'm like really, it gets me goosebumps because on, I don't know that y'all have talked about it and everything. It's just, 
to, to hear that kind of you know the, that side it's gonna be freaking awesome yeah because yeah, they're gonna be able it's to shed be, light on other yeah, cases that we don't know exactly. anything about it's, it's just you know in that mindset it's yeah, the, so the, cool the, the, yeah it is the, be the, cool. these two ladies have uh, grown up in the household of the very and I, I just think that's cool in general the very first homicide detective yeah Amarillo right. Texas exactly. ever had that's and and so, and what's yeah. crazy about that you know uh, being a first responder I, I had some crazy stuff happen on my first weekend shift this guy, being the first homicide detective, ran Johnny Frank Garrett and J. Kelly Pinkerton. If you know anything about them, if you don't know anything about them, please look up Johnny Frank Garrett. There's a great uh, documentary. documentary on and YouTube. And movie as well. The movie, eh, but the documentary on YouTube is very good about him. And uh, J- uh, Johnny Frank Garrett murdered a couple of people uh, on the north side of town. J. Kelly Pinkerton ma- murdered several women in the, I think, what, 70s, 80s? Late 80s. 70s. Late 70s. Yeah, 79. Um, but these two women are the daughters of the first homicide detective, and they have all of his case files. Uh, they He was he told them stories uh, when he was uh, when they were older, and it's just going to be a very good podcast to listen to. So we're going to enjoy having them next weekend. Yeah. And as far as I know, this perspective that you guys are getting is not something that's been shared tradition no no, no. Uh, that's the cool thing about it and i'm glad i hadn't really thought about that until you said that but you know johnny frank garrett you know he he received national coverage he he got his you know a documentaries documentaries made about him he's had a netflix movie made about him jay kelly pinkerton has had a podcast and youtube videos talked about him but there has never been an interview or anything in the Texas Panhandle lore of someone so close involved with this case. And that's that's like a great thing that we're going to bring to you guys as Bomb City Locker Room Talk listeners is these two women are the daughters that have all the paperwork of the ho- first lead homicide detective in both of these cases. That's insane. And and not that we have favoritism. We don't have favoritism of any of our listeners. But, you know, if you're from Lebanon... And you would like to send in some special questions, make sure you reach out if to you're us at Bomb about, City Locker Room please. at gmail.com. If you have any murder mysteries that have happened in Lebanon, or you may or may not know Mia Khalifa, please reach out to us at bombcity.lockerroomtalk at gmail.com. We can send like Oreos and shit. We don't have a whole, we don't have like a big budget, but we can send you some American. They movies. just love them some Amarillo, Texas. That's right. So. But uh, be, look, be looking forward to the next couple of weeks' episodes. My name is Joseph King. I'm Jared Scott. Aaron Pena. James Fairchild. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you guys next week.